It's time to go into auto reverse with Tony and Matt. Where we look at bands that are underappreciated, misunderstood, forgotten, and to some unknown. This week, we're going auto reverse on. Boy, bye, boy, bye. Um, so Tony, I was listening to uh, Gibby Metal, and Will Carroll was talking about a podcast he had with uh, Away and Snake from Voivod, and he, he they were talking about the album Target Earth and uh, Mechanical Mind, the song specifically, and they were like, you know, you guys, that song seems like they have every element of every Voivod album on it, like there was like listing one part of the song you're like oh that's kind of like nothing face era and that's like uh that's like war and pain that one's probst and it, they were like well, yeah that song does have a lot of our stuff but we really try especially now to write stuff that really captures the essence of our band um and i think that's something that's really interesting because they're they are a band I mean, this is my big point about Voivod. It's like, they're not just a metal, they're like transcend what a metal band is about. Because they try, they've regenerated, they've moved their sound around many, many, many times. Yeah, and, but first of all, rem remind me, who's Will Carroll? So he was in this band, uh, Old Granddad. He's now in Death Angel. Oh. He's not a okay. drummer, he's a drummer. And he was in that band with uh, Chris Spencer. Um, you know Chris Spencer from Unsane. Oh yeah, Cutthroat's Nine. Yeah, Cutthroat Nine, which he's mm -hmm. yeah, which he said that band actually got him into wanting to go back to play thrash. Anyhow, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but he was saying he, he you know he's saying that when he was talking with those guys because he's a big Voivod fan and he's like mm -hmm. in the episode and not you know to push people away from our podcast, but he was saying that his, his episode was about bands who did had to had comeback albums and mm -hmm. boy but is but the point what i was trying to make is and i was trying to kick off with is like the thing that i love the best about voivod is like you know each album you never really know what you're going to get with them it's something that is going to have elements of um you know obviously just straight th you know kind of there's sometimes it's thrashy sometimes it's like kind of like postmodern, um discordant um, you know, like, you know, like one of their influences, like if you look at their influences, you know, you go from Stravinsky to Ramones to Pink Floyd to King Crimson to Venom to UFO. I mean, they're all, you know, G you know, Genesis. Um, yeah, they were, they were all, they were all over the place, but yet it made sense, um, as when they, when they put it all together and even from like a like visual sort of thing like i remember seeing them in like the village voice like 1984 like best of mm -hmm. issue and they're you know and they had the pictures of the bands that were like in the top 20 or whatever and it's like husker do and mm -hmm. maybe tom waits i don't know there's all this stuff and then there was like these four guys from quebec um wearing <laughs> Ramones t-shirts and Broken Bone, a Broken Bones t-shirt, and I'm like, I mean, that doesn't sound like much now, right. um, with uh, how fluid style and culture and subculture is in everyone's 
life, I guess. Yeah. But um, back then, these were like punk and hardcore and metal and thrash metal. They were like opposing forces and, yeah. or, or gangs, really, like where they didn't they didn't really hang out with each other. But here was this band with sort of shaved uh, sides of the head were shaved and their their own their super like weird artwork that away did the drummer and 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 that picture of them and the voice it just like i was like there's something going on here what is this <laughs> this is this, this is not computing wait yeah. wait wait whoa, 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 whoa. and they're already talking about ai in their lyrics you know like it was just like where these guys i thought they were from the future and then me as a fellow canadian also being born in quebec i felt I don't know. It felt like it was in the water or something. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny that you were talking about a way doing the artwork. It's like he had the character of Voivod done even before the band started. And mm -hmm. the post-apocalyptic vampire Voivod, mm -hmm. which, you know, I guess, it, and I didn't know this until I saw the word. I'm, you know, my Serbian side, but uh, Vojvoda means Duke, the leader or a military commander. Mm -hmm. um, so he pulled a lot of the sources from like Count Dracula, Lord of the yep. Rings and everything and created this character, which is, you know, not as known as Eddie and Snaggletooth from Motorhead. And, you know, it's it's but or it, or the seal from Riot. <laughs> I was waiting for you. I was, I was giving you a little volleyball there. I was like, let's see if you'll bring it up. It was the alley-oop. Here yeah. you go, Tony. Yeah. Here's and, a meatball for you. <laughs> Taste the meatball. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, he created that character and that name well far be before the band, and then the band was just like, oh, that's kind of cool. Let's call it that. And uh, you know, what I kind of also like about the band, which they all had their, you know, what? How cool is a band having their own freaking nicknames? Yeah, that, exactly. Again, more of this sort of myth mythical thing. So the picture, the their um, mascot, the artwork, they have different nickname like yeah. weird names but they're not just nicknames like spike or what they're like they they're more like mythical yeah. and, and ethereal and well, it's like i love that shit yeah it is named like away like i was always wondering like well how to get his name and i did some research and found out they called him away because he couldn't attend all rehearsals due to his commitment to his studies <laughs> like he was he was like he was big into his studies at the university so they called him away <laughs> Oh, I love it. I mean, yeah. everything about them, and I—I I mean, I, I know I've told an acid, taken acid story on this show before, uh, on this podcast before, so I'm going to tell another one. In 1989, I think I was a junior in college, and I may have been living on campus already. And some friends of mine, <clears throat> this guy John Paris, this other guy, um, not Felix, I'm forgetting his name. I won't get mm -hmm. caught up in the names, but okay, they lived on a they lived at a dorm around the corner from Kiev restaurant on Seventh Street and Second Avenue. There was an NYU dorm there in this like weird apartment building, like tenement building. And they lived on the first floor, so the window was like out on the street. It was like you know, just loud East Village shit. And there was a fucking weird Indian deli down the block where we'd get like beers of all types from all over the world. And we decided one night to drop acid in this dorm room, um, and 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 drink a bunch of beer. And we and my friend John said, "Dude, I gotta play you this shit right now." And he put on Voivod's, uh, I think it was Nothing Face, right? Didn't that come out in '89? Yeah, it did. 
Yeah, and I remember him putting that on and complete. And I already knew who they were, and I liked them, but I wasn't. I, I liked them. I I was a fan. I definitely was a fan. But when he put that record on, it kind of just. I don't know. It was like another moment, kind of like when I told the Monster Magnet story, where it all kind of made sense, and then it became like they became like a holy grail band that you know could do no wrong. Yeah, yeah. That that is definitely their most popular album, and I, you know, in some ways, if you go through all the, their uh, all their albums, like that's probably a good, probably entry point. You know, Nothing Face is just a phenomenal album, and. Um, you know, they kind of, their sound kind of like you were talking about, like they seem like you know, the first album, War and Pain, they're kind of like, it just seems like a band's trying to f find out their identity. Yeah, looking for their identity, looking for their sound, yeah, be it, being young and sort of like energetic, and, but at the same time raw. Like Yeah, not, it was very raw and really, yeah. but you could get, you could see, I mean, it was, it's still a great album to listen to. It's interesting. Like we were talking about it before we were, mm -hmm. Um, recording about like you know, the, we have we, you know we have a lot of songs on there on the playlist and just like it, you know it's not that great of an album but there's 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 some really there's some gems in there and it shows the the kind of like I, you know they're very much a building block band that seemed like they they would take their one building block and then build on that and then try something else and build off that and also you know four guys uh, that could, you know, that really worked well together. I, mm -hmm. from what I understand, like, you know, um, you know, away and um, um, Blackie would work on the, if I get this right, would work on more of the lyrics where mm -hmm. Piggy and Snake would deal with the uh, with the music, or maybe mm -hmm. maybe yeah, I think that was with it. And but you know that having that kind of I wouldn't say maturity, but at least understanding of like I do this well. I want to I want to own this part, and I'll take care of the album cover, and you guys deal with the music end of it. And you know the 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 what makes Piggy uh, such a phenomenal both guitarist and musician and songwriter is writing these songs that kind of go on take you on unexpected places. And I think that. You know what they what they really built off of for more in pain and kind of you know kind of went there um, for roar and killing technology. They just kept kind of just you know building their songs really building their sound, but not kind of putting too too much of a stake in the ground. Like I think that they're part of their you know vibe is they kind of trying to go and it, like you were saying about the sci-fi AI aspect of it is kind of pushing this futuristic aspect of it and I mean you can't do futuristic shit if you're just you're sounding the same all every time I think it they just don't, it doesn't go as well together so I think by the time they got the nothing face that kind of everything kind of came together in a way that they you know it was a much more it was much more impactful it's probably the best way to put it at least at least from what I'm trying to say it was like kind of their, so they were an, to me, they were always an aspirational band who mm -hmm. were aspiring yeah, to find this, to find the sound, the sound that had never been heard before. And they made, I think they knew it in their heads what it was, and but they were just like, it took them, you know, it took, uh, Warren, is it Warren Payne? What am I saying? No, Warren. 
Nothing Face? Are you? Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking about like the the albums leading up to Nothing Face. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Roar, Roar killing, killing Technology, Killing Dimension. Technology. Yeah, so it took all those albums, especially Killing Technologies, where you start to see that yeah. leap, that yeah. more progressive leap. Um, but it took all those albums to for them to find to finally not just be aspiring but achieving and that nothing face that's what i mean when i was doing acid and that they played he played that it was like they finally did it they cracked the code of what they were thinking about for all these years you know that's kind of and then they cracked the code for me although i was on acid which helped kind of stand out in metal in some ways because they like kind of like when we did Celtic Frost so Celtic Frost was more brutal right. and and in some ways like they they were aspirational they were progressive they were trying something new but they were also from a place not traditionally known for producing thrash metal or progressive thrash metal bands I mean Quebec was at the time was not known there was another band called Dead Brain Cells and a few others. I mean, it, def- it definitely had well, a Hesher. Like, so it was like, was it like Sac Razor? I know is one of them. Um, yeah, yeah. There were there were bands. So there was a Hesher. Was Annihilator? I don't think Annihilator was I from Quebec. Think so maybe. Well, I just I never thought of Quebec as this like um, hotbed of thrash right, metal. Right, but, right. But but then but then but then. They, but and it was like it. There definitely was a Hesher kind of like, like just because if you get past Montreal and you go up north, it's very rural. And I think back then that ruralness definitely played into these bands. Develop, you know, like develop being afforded the room and the time to develop this whatever the aspiration was musically. Right. Um, I am. I'm getting in the weeds here, but. So it, it, they were more to me. They were more than just a band with records with weird album covers. They were a band that their entire culture and where they came from and how they came to be was so interesting. Also, and a lot of times, metal bands didn't have that intense story, you know. And but they did. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and they. Yeah, you're right. And I think and you know they're also putting out. A lot of albums in between, you know, when the, when the War and Pain was in '84, eh, and then I mean, they put out almost after Roar, they put almost an album out every year. 
Um, that was how it was back then, though, right? Like but you, most but bands the, do that; they try to put out an album a year. But or you album, think you know. it was, yeah, but it, true. But like a, a band like, I mean, I don't know about the '80s. Maybe I don't know. I just think it's like, especially a bit like thrash, which was which was just kind of starting to bubble up, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Anyhow, yeah, I, I agree. They're they're a band that kind of, you know. You, Nothing facing Angel Rat, and then they kind of they kind of drop off a little bit. I think that that's where they were having like in, in, internal frictions in the band as well. Like Angel Rat, yeah. Angel Rat. Well, after, a weird. And let's talk about that album. That album is really weird and inconsistent, and not their best moment. Well, although I do love the one that came after it, even though it's not the original lineup. Uh, Outer Limits. I love that album. Yeah, but that wasn't really a metal record. <laughs> no, was more of a Limits, rock record. Yeah, I would say like. Like Angel, I mean, even like Negatron is like that was the last one with. Um, I think, did Snake play on that or didn't he play it? Yeah, I, 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 I don't think he did. I'll I don't be think honest, he did. I can't remember if he did. I know that Away is the only one who's been consistently in the band the whole time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they know that Outer Limits is cool because they have that uh, Pink Floyd cover, uh, the Nile song, right? Um, yeah, the Nile song is on that. I, I just love that record because it's really just a really depart, a real departure for them. And it was weird, too. I think it came out in 93 or 92. And that was a weird time, like, you know, post-grunge. So, like, post-Nirvana. And there were all these, like, bands, like, trying to do, like, kind of, like, they were bands like Therapy and Helmet right. and uh, and Sugar Tooth and even Caius and all yeah. the, uh, this like sort of under you know stoner rock. So there were all these like metal bands, quote unquote, trying to do this new these new sounds. And and it's funny to see Voivod be like, "Yo, motherfucker, we we were the we were on top of this shit ten years ago. Here we here we're gonna do right, it. We're gonna right. show you how it's done. It's like it's almost like if the Temptations right said." like like put out a new album when like uh i don't know uh lauren hill was putting out her album they say you're doing that wait watch us do this you know you know what i mean like it's like it's like that kind of vibe i i don't know if that was their intention i know that it wasn't the original lineup right i think they were on mca they were already on a major label um but it was interesting to watch back then i remember getting like the uh the first clutch or the second clutch record during that time this yeah, right, right, first right, down right, right. record right. the first down record it was a really uh interesting time for heavy music i mean to even say heavy metal is limiting it was just heavy music it was an interesting time right yeah i mean i, I agree it's like because yeah because you're right you have like metallica you know is starting to kind of burgeon uh, Slayer started to be a little bit bigger, and then you have the nascent kind of death metal scene that's kind of picking up as well too. And they're still kind of, you know, through the early '90s, and they're you know they're doing. Um, I mean, I like Phobos too. Like I like that album a lot too, and that's mm-hmm. not the original lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And Infinity is like all those like well, the ones where they had oh, well, they what's the stupid nickname Jasonic. Or Jason Newstead. Oh, they get when Jason Newstead joined the band. Yeah, his I name forget was Jason, what name J- they gave him. Yeah. Jasonic, Jasonic, uh-huh. or Jasonic. I guess if you're gonna, that's the, that's how you know it's a bad nickname. You can't. You're not sure of the pronunciation. Like, that's a bad nickname. <laughs> that's a bad nickname. Also, like, 
by that time, by the time he joined them, I kind of like checked out on them because I was like, I'm not saying it was. I'm not bit. trying to judge their. A I'm not. Tr- bit, I'm yeah. not trying to. What's that? A little bit. You got a little Newstead bias on that. Yeah, I. I don't have a Newstead bias. I don't have a problem with him. It's just more like. I don't know. It just felt like a like a I, reach. I, well, for me, I'm not, I'm, you, you know, know what? I, maybe I, I'm a purist or something. I don't know. I don't know. He he's jumped in the fold. Like I think you know that the albums that he's on are is not bad. They're definitely listenable. Uh, they're not. No, they're, they kind of fall short. I think with the with the original band. But you know, I think it's 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 you know, I, I, for Phobos. Uh, and Finney, I haven't heard in a long time. And actually, we didn't put any of that, I don't think, on the playlist. No, I didn't put any of that on there. Um, I, I Listen, man, there's new, there's regular, there's original Coke and there's new Coke. And, you know, I like original Coke, and that's what happens with 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 bands. You, I tend to side with the okay. original, you know. Well, what do you, okay, well, let me, let's, let's unpack that a little bit. Like, yeah. Like, why is that a competition, though? If they are... It's not a competition, it's a preference. So it's, it's, it's like, I don't mind that they could, t- that they had Voivod Mach 2 or that the original member, like, and there's even moments where I've listened to them where the, I forget, I'm not, I'm spacing on which records when the original lineup was more or less together again except piggy had passed away because piggy died piggy died early i think he died didn't he die in the early 2000s yeah i want to say he died in like 2011 maybe Uh, is that right i mean i've been i can't i can't remember 2005 uh, 2005 sorry 2005 so like for me it's like kind of like like it's cool like i'm i respect it and there are times when i listen to it at like this new mock two mock version of the band is but I always want to go back after the original, and even and to me, even Outer Limits, even though it's not the original lineup, mm-hmm. right? It's still the original feeling of progression, of growth, of taking chances, and I think maybe that di- that disappears a little bit, like once you get into Mach Two, Mach Three, you know. But that's just my opinion, and maybe the band is still inspired and still aspirational. Well, I, I don't know. Say, uh, you know, Target Earth doesn't sound like it to me. Yeah, Target Earth, and I thought, because um, they added uh, Chewy, who used to play a martyr. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm spacing on his name. Um, Mortared? Dan- Mortared Dan- from Daniel San Francisco? Mor- no, they, yeah. no, they're a Canadian band. Martyr. Mortared was Canadian? Yeah, he's Canadian. Mortared, M-O-R-D-E-R-E-D. No, 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 M-A-R-T-Y-R. Martyr. Oh, a martyr. Sorry. Okay. Right. Okay. I got gotcha. you. All right. It's a technical, technical band. Techno. They're really good. I like. Techno I li- metal. No, no, not techno. Like, technical. Like, like technical. Like, like technical. Like Mashuga. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I, Sorry. That's I. I like the the drummer Mashuga is pretty badass. Are they other? Anyhow, the target. Yeah, like okay. Target Earth is a. I thought. Was. I, I wouldn't say I would put it up in the top five Voivod albums. Mm. Like I really like it, and I like it because there is the the vibe of of Piggy is in his playing, although it's not his playing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think it it keeps. And I, there was an article I read that he was talking about that that he's been you know Chewy that is, is was talking about how much of a 
he had been a Voivod fan since he was like 11, and so he when he was doing mm -hmm. the album, he was like, okay, how would Piggy do this? How would Piggy do this? Because uh, mm -hmm. he wanted to honor him by doing the right thing, and then it was like that wasn't going to get him anywhere, and he really had to kind of switch gears and, and tap into the the vibe of who is Voivod and what they're about to really be able to contribute something. And I think that, you know, give Target Earth a good look. I like the wake too. I mean, it's not I, no, and you, you, you've convinced me in this conversation that I need to listen to that album. Yeah. Like you've convinced me and that, and that's the whole thing about music. It's like, you can go back. That's the beauty and, and have your mind changed. Yeah. You know? And I would actually say the, like there's the last album, The Wake. What he plays one of my just just on obsolete obsolete uh, beings. He plays such a, like a, a solo that is so unexpectedly good in terms of like where it takes you because there's a flow to the song, and then he kind of goes off in this like path that is is very piggy ish in terms of it takes it it doesn't deliver what you expect it, it it makes you suspend any expectation of where the guitar solo is going to go it just it does this really interesting really weird kind of kind of take on the solo and it's just really i mean it's like one of my favorite in the last geez i don't know a long time i mean i really i, I really gravitate to this solo because it's kind of freaky and weird and kind of the bends and where he his runs go and it's you know it's not the traditional anyhow i could go on mm -hmm. and on about that but you know it makes me you know what this whole you telling me this makes me want to go see them yeah even with this like sort of revamped uh different lineup um i would go i would go see them just to so you know what they to have, have that whole to have that whole uh, prism of their sound put in, in front of me. You know? So what they've been doing, they've been playing their whole albums live. Oh, I love it. And so if you go to voivod.com, they are doing. Um, which album are they doing next? They're doing. Uh, they did one recently that was good. I think they did an hour. They did one because Outer Limits got they're reissued. Doing, I and think they they're did doing. It. They're doing. Yeah, they're doing Dimensional uh, Hot Trust. Oh, uh, to mention Hatros, yeah. Hatros in, yeah. in, in a couple of weeks. That's so, a good record too, man. Yeah, so it'd be that's a good record. That may be something I may because there, there's been a bunch of metal bands who've been putting like some really good productions. Actually, Death Angel did one at the Music Hall that I, I want to check out. Um, which which one? Frolic through the park is that one of their albums? Whose? Death Angel. Uh, no, they're not doing an album. They're just doing a show. Oh, okay. But Voivod's going through their discography and playing. Yeah, um, yeah, I like that. I, it's yeah, that's funny. a great idea. Working on this, and I that randomly well, the, showed up in my yeah, algorithm. Yeah, they did it like t yeah. You the what they did last, which is yeah, you did. That's you're the one that pointed it out to me. And yeah, it was for Nothing Face, and mm -hmm. I and I didn't. I it fell off my radar. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, the great. They're a great band. They're another one of these like metal bands that are. Um, I love them. They're, they're, it's just, they took chances. They were unique. Um, and they sort of like, they made a mark. They made a mark. I think if you look at like modern heavy metal now, like they, they, a lot of these bands like Voivod made it easier for extreme heavy bands or super heavy just music to exist now in such a, prolific way you know what i mean like there, there are a million of these bands like now 
when back then these bands kind of stood out, you know, because there wasn't a lot. Well, and so the, you know, these are the guys that cleared the path for well, everybody like else. Pro- and just like Celtic Frost, they are yeah. like you don't have to be a slave to only metal music to right, to, right, to create what you want. If you have multiple influences, they kind of open the doors. Like you, if you want to go in thirty different directions, and you know you know play you know you put your new wave or put your you know your your prog prog rock you know influences in there go at it you know it's there for you and i think that that's what makes them you know a band that creates stuff that ha- the flavor in the gum lasts a lot lot longer than most bands and that's the kind of stuff that you and i like um, yeah exactly it's the kind of stuff that we value as Im- important and and essential um and can't you can't write it off just because it's heavy metal you know you you have to take stand up and and take notice and take it seriously and and enjoy it and find you know it also opens your mind up i think as a listener if you're able to listen to bands like that consistently you know you it'll leave you open to other things that aren't necessarily metal might be avant-garde like whatever you know yeah Um, and and it's good for your breath it's not. It yep. just keeps your breath nice and minty, and people. Yes. People, <laughs> yes. people want to talk that, with you. On that note, uh, we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll let our um, our um, sponsor um, Trident Gum. Yeah, uh, come, come on, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. Kidding, kidding. We're always, you know, it's all about the angles. On an auto That's reverse. right. That's right. Yeah. We're uh, looking for a gum. We're looking for a gum sponsor. Please, That's gum sponsor, and it could be gum shoe. It could be any proportion yeah. of gum. We could talk about it all. Um, let us know uh, what your thoughts on Voivod, or if you want us to check out any band, as always. Uh, we're, we're always eager to hear what you're thinking. AutoReversePod at gmail.com, uh, or hit us up on Instagram and or Facebook. Uh, anything else we want to plug? You, you want to plug your show? Uh, yeah, Crowd Control Radio, noon to 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Fridays. On cjmp.ca backslash listen. It's a great radio show with great music. Not a lot of talking, mostly playing vinyl records on the radio station. Yeah, and Tony's known as the king of the deep cuts. So you'll get it. That is, that is a, a name that I did not give myself. Let's be honest. I don't know who did. Maybe. My friend Neil may have gave him that nickname. So, but you've embraced you, it. You've made. I have the, embraced you made it. The t-shirt. I t- you made uh, the t-shirt. Maybe I'll make a shirt. Headbands are coming soon. <laughs> Headbands, koozies, beer koozies. Koozies. There you go. Um, so, until next time, everyone. Yeah. Peace. Wow.